1: G'day, g'day, guys! Welcome to behind the scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland, who tried to run away today and not do the show. Thanks a lot, Paul. Well,
2: no, I just uh, you know again, I don't know what day it is half the time now. That there is nothing. That, I I don't even know what time of day it is most of the time now. I just kind of look out the window and try to decipher as the sunlight or my neighbor's porch light. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like four times. Uh, you know, at risk here. So I, I hardly look out the window.
1: Yeah. You but are it's... definitely at risk. Is everyone, um, making a point of, I hope out there, keeping yourselves safe, keeping everyone around you safe.
2: Mm. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I know I'm trying to, uh, I, th- well, I think it's just best at everybody that I just stay away period. So, I'm leaving. I'd be turned into. Well, we're we're talking. We're a couple hundred miles away. We're like a hundred, at least a hundred miles away from each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The magic of the internet.
1: Bum, bum, bum. So,
2: so, what are we talking about today?
1: Today we are going to be obviously answering some questions people had about COVID, um, because somehow you know our answers count. Listen to our Fauci, but I don't know. if They had a few answer questions, so we'll answer those, and All then right. we are going to be talking about sex. I'm going to be talking about sex in movies, sex in life. We have got on. Uh, everyone asked for us to bring them on again, so we have on Jared Fiorda. He is an MMA fighter. We have on my assistant Alexis Romero. Now I got to mm-hmm. tell you guys, she's a dominatrix in her off time, and my God, she's terrifying. And we have on the very wonderful Kitty Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Now she was she was kind of awesome last time. I got a lot of people talking about the tattoo, including Paul. The very very intimate tattoo she has.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. She has a tattoo.
1: She does. I'm we'll not, saying it, all about I'm not we'll
2: saying it out loud. I'm not saying it out loud. We'll ask her
1: all about it when she comes on the show, and then of course uh, to everyone asking how to get famous, um, I told y'all TikTok. But be careful, fame changes people, the fame monster eats everyone, and only the most level-headed and disciplined survive without giving in to their vices.
3: I heard there was fl- only
2: like, kids on that thing,
1: right? Flower Gothic on Doc? YouTube. No, not at all. So if mm. you're going to expand into a market like film or that sort of thing, you're going to need a fan base, so you should be breeding your fan base ahead of time. Sorry, I'm fixing my boobs. The uh, the most brilliant version of that was done by William Morris, with candy cigarettes well in the film industry um people have started to get a fan base reaching out on tiktok so if you want your fan base reach out on tiktok it's brilliant you should be on tiktok paul doing like one minute of the militant moderate like a one minute monologue it's really clever Uh, you should do it
2: i will probably be doing something along those lines as soon as i get this camera thing figured out
1: you you don't Uh, need it's literally i'm trying to fix my shirt I am talking
2: about. I am talking about my phone, by the way. (laughs) Talking about
1: your phone, my (laughs) apologies to the people on YouTube. We're doing a twenty-four hour live stream on YouTube and TikTok. We had like seventy-five thousand people on it the other day, Um, Mm -hmm. and then it's just us hanging out in the house. And I'm like sitting here adjusting my boobs on it. Sorry, guys. Um, But people are home alone and they're lonely. So
2: yeah, there's uh, 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 a former guest of the show. I watched one of her videos today, Blair White. Uh, she's really going after this uh, this piece of garbage by the name of Jessica Yaniv. Uh, that's the one. That's the the guy who claims to be trans and uh, sued a, uh, a a hair removal place uh, because they because the the attendant refused to give him a Brazilian wax.
1: Um, that's difficult on men because of how thin the skin on the testicles are. I have a friend of mine. Uh,
2: Right, but he's like, but he's but he's also in the first. He's like, he has a period, but he also had this thing where he was like, uh trying to have a, a topless pool party with twelve year olds who were told to leave their parents at home. And oh Blair is calling calling this dirtbag out, out. Good Blair, like, I, I don't agree with
1: Blair a lot, but good Blair. <laughs> you know
2: she's. Uh, really taken. They, they've they've they actually. I think something that she. Uh, uh, they had a debate on a on a live stream together, together, and uh, the the Yaniv character like had a stun gun, a one of those electrical things. Apparently, those are illegal in Canada where he's at. At um, and apparently he got a call from the police after that. So he should sure. be getting a call after all of the. Uh, apparently he's like now part of this uh, M.A.P. thing, minor uh, attracted person.
1: Oh my god! Like Skip Blair back on the show. I want to talk about that. Uh, she's
2: yeah, like a trans that's, Republican. That's like, she
1: was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I the, like her. Yeah, the, I really like her. I, yeah. I mean, politically, I do not agree with her within an inch of anything. I agree with <laughs> nothing politically, but I like her as a person. I yeah, think she's interesting yeah. and entertaining. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, get but, it. Mm-hmm. Like, Paul's like, um, you're a little more balanced than I am, Paul. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I don't agree with yeah. any of it, but I like her. And that makes mm. a difference.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, off of that oh, jam, to the guy she... on
1: the, the live stream. Yes, it seems like a one-sided conversation that I'm having. But I swear, uh-huh. if you jump on Voice America, right now, uh, we're live streaming. <laughs> you can listen to the show. So it, it should be interesting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, last time I was kind of creeped out, but you know that's just going kind to of one of these shows happen with me. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, the I only can't time believe, like, like
1: a, a minor attracted person is that a thing? Is that they're trying to make it a
2: thing? They're trying yeah. to make it a thing. The people who have this, they call it a condition. Hold
1: up, hold up. Now? It's not a condition. And if it <laughs> is, get yourself like castrated or something. Yeah. There, there, there is a difference between being born. Like, look, I'm attracted to this person, or I'm born this way, or this, that, and the other. And then there's yeah, like, I,
2: I don't understand why I'm attracted to little, uh, this uh, about five foot tall Spanish chicks with white hips. I don't know. It's a thing. You know, I like it. So, fair but enough. I, but they have to be of a certain age, obviously.
1: <laughs> Paul's you know? like. But, you know, if they're, if they're five foot tall because they're 11, the answer is no.
2: No! No. No, 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 no. No, no but, yeah, that's apparently, like, a thing that's happening. And there, it's getting some pushback. Shocking. Uh,
1: you mean people aren't all in favor of, gee, I want to be with children? I can't even imagine. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
2: But, again, it's, it's, the, it's the Internet, so nothing's safe ever. So, but yeah, apparently he's got uh, Jessica, uh, the Yaniv thing has like a massive following on TikTok or something like that. It started to do uh, makeup videos. It's not helping.
1: He should not be on TikTok or she. Is it easy as uh, she or he?
2: Hey, no, no, no. He's doing it for the, the attention. All right. I don't uh, think, I think, yeah. Uh huh. Like I said. Okay. Right. And then he, uh, I did something about like, I can't, I can't go swimming this weekend cause I'm on my period. Uh, there was something about a, uh, uh there was something else that was really, really creepy about this, this Jack. Well, well, you can see him, uh, like taking swats at, uh, reporters and things like that. But, you know, again, he's went to a, an attendant. You have every right. I don't, you know, Especially in that kind of thing, you have the right to say no when it comes to touching someone else's junk, all right? Unless you're like a doctor who specializes in like urinary tracts or a gynecologist, you know, you can't really discriminate in that case. But still, it, yeah, you know,
1: there's a little I part would, of me that's just horrified by this. A big and by little part, I mean, every part of know, me,
2: big, big honking part of it. Yeah, mine's the size of a billboard. Oh, but Yes. I
1: mean, like, I think it's creepy. I have pigtails in right now. I have guys online. They're like, I really like your pigtails and this and that. I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with that because that kind of does the, I'm like, wait, why? And then, you know, the the next thing to that is if I'm uncomfortable with that, I cannot imagine if someone turned around to me because we have the live stream going and, you know, Kimberly's in here folding laundry. If someone turned around and was like, oh, she, I get lots of, you know, oh, she's so cute. I'm like, yeah, she's 12. She's very cute. Um, then mm-hmm. they'll turn around and be like, oh, you know, I had one I, I had one guy online. He's like, does she have mm-hmm. a boyfriend? I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Like, that's going through my brain. Then I found out he was 11. So I didn't cuss at him. Okay. Uh, but I was like, I did not cuss at an 11-year-old child. But it's still that moment of, oh, my God. Where in someone's uh, brain?
2: Well, it's just it just – when you find out the person was eleven, I mean, was it truly eleven or was he just no, like he internet really 11? eleven?
1: He, he was really okay, eleven. He was eleven. His parent apologized, and it was a thing.
2: <laughs> I once pretended to be an eight-year-old boy when I went on the first the internet for like my first time back in like ninety-eight. You know, I'm think- I'm an eighteen-eight-year-old boy. I've never been on the internet before, and <laughs> and it and it just crashed because, of course, it was on dial-up. Episodes. I was like, okay, let's That's- try the OL chat rooms or something. You know, it's like, oh, this must be weird.
1: I, I've done it. I've gone on, I go on every so often and I say I'm a 12-year-old girl or an 11-year-old girl. Mm. And when I grow up, I want to be a model. And like, uh. it's it's predator attack. And I started doing this. I now email it to the cops. But I started doing it for this show. We did that thing where we tried to see... You know, I went on and, and, and pretended to be underage, and I'm still doing it now, but for a very different reason, because it is horrifying to see the number of people do that.
3: Mm. It mm.
1: Just,
2: yeah, yeah. The internet's a dangerous place.
1: Um. Oh, and to the people writing in asking about COVID, we're not doctors. We had a doctor on. I will put a relink up to that show. Um, Do I think you should be going outside? Are you cool to hang out with your friends yet? No. Um, But Off-Roads is going to do a giveaway each week. If you can tell us the nicest thing you did for someone to help them out during COVID, you can win a free ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs. uh, And we're doing the same for a free float. So usually we give away one or the other. This week we're giving out both. You'll get a free ride at Off-Road Rentals um, or a float. So tell us your story. The nicest thing you did to help someone... During this pandemic, and you get a free ride at off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California, or a free float at True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas. You can use it anywhere.
2: All right. I think we're going to break.
1: We are. I just thought it was really cool to switch it up and be like, just do something nice. Uh, When we come back, we are going to be talking to Alexis Romero. She is a dominatrix in her off time. Jared the Bear Fiorda. He is an MMA fighter, and apparently he likes to get rough in the bedroom, too. And of course we're gonna be on with Kitty Jaguar, who y'all sent me pictures for, and they come to me, not kitty. Stop sending them. I'm Summer Helly and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. I'm gonna go getting to find dick a bra. Again?
2: You're getting I'm, dick pics again. A aren't lot
1: you? of penis. Uh, Lots yeah. of peony. More peony than I can handle. All right. all I'm gonna go right. find a bra. We'll be right back after this.
2: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio,
0: VoiceAmerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? Racers in Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferrey and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and rental cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes.
1: G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co host, Host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland, and our very, very, very special guest today—that we are going to introduce one at a time. I'm kind of going to do it in uh, order of importance, so I'm going to go least important first. Ha ha. Oh, Lex. good. I know. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to, go. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with Alexis. Then I'm going to Jared. Then our very, very special guest, um, Kitty Jaguar. So we'll start with Alexis. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my assistant Alexis Romero in her, she's a very yeah, don't assistant. Don't hold back, don't
2: hold back, Alexis. She's a don't terrible
1: hold back. assistant. She's a, in her off time, she is a dominatrix. Let's tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
4: I am the executive assistant to Summer. I am dominatrix and terrified of public speaking.
2: And there we go. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'd like to welcome on uh, Jared Fiorda. Jared the Bear Fiorda uh, is an MMA fighter. He runs a nonprofit called Free MMA. Every time we use bad language, his charity is one of the charities we give money to. Um, and it helps boys, girls, people, children, like everyone essentially learn martial arts at no cost. Jared, welcome to the show.
5: Uh, Thank you for having me on again. I'm happy to be here, and uh, you you did my intro for me, which I must say, good job. You hit all the points.
1: And of course, our very special guest, Kitty Jaguar. Kitty is an adult film actress and an all-around badass. If you guys haven't seen her movies, you should. She has one of the most (laughs) distinctive tattoos I've ever seen in my life, and I'm going to let her do her own (laughs) intro. Kitty, tell everyone about yourself.
3: Kitty, are you there? Can you hear me? Again, What's now. Right now? Yeah. Hello? I can we can hear, hear you. Guys? Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, I can hear okay. you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I was just no, saying, no, just introduce I do yourself. indeed have... Yeah, I'm I'm kidding, Jawa, and I do have a very distinctive tattoo right on my butthole. <laughs> it says Nasty Bitch. That must hurt. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it
1: did, but it was worth it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, when I Googled you, it was one of the first things to come up, and I got to say, my first thought was, <laughs> Jesus, she's a stronger woman than I am.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. crazy thing is I actually got fucked by two guys while I like, got tattooed in my butthole. <laughs> You're kidding. Jesus,
5: that's all soldiering nope. through it.
3: <laughs> I needed a distraction and penis was a great one.
1: <laughs> you know, that's brilliant.
2: Yeah, I that's I that's solid thinking. I get that. I get I get your point. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: that is you, you are t- Jared. I know you're an MMA fighter, but I'm voting for her, man. Five bucks says she'd win. She's tougher than you.
5: No, I wouldn't even get in the chair.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: I, I don't even have one yeah. on my arm. I got I like no tattoo. I got no way. to not
5: receive it.
1: Mm. Like to give pain, not receive it. Yeah, I gotta say, it's uh, Jared. Jar- same thing. I don't think Jared has a tattoo. I think Alex has a little one on her ankle from years and years ago. No, she doesn't. Lex doesn't even have a tattoo. No, what you, you're the only one with a tattoo. And my God, the place you chose. You are a tough lady. I
3: did. Yeah. I figured yeah. that if I was going to do porn, I needed something that people would recognize me by. And I chose my butthole.
1: <laughs> that is, well, it's damn distinctive. I'll give you that.
2: <laughs> I, I would say you probably have the most recognizable butthole in porn.
1: Yeah, people recognize me some mo- more by Not my lot. butt some. than my face. <laughs> recognize <laughs> my favorite. Well, Paul's worked in adult films a whole lot, and so you yeah, know, I caught
2: you. I caught you on one of those Ask a Porn Star things on the for the Wood Rocket guys. I uh, I was I worked with those guys before they when they were still with that back with New Sensations. They put me in their uh, uh, Big Lebowski porn and a few other ones. So I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I'm gonna Google her, and I found your tattoo.
1: Yay! It is, yeah. It is really distinctive. I gotta say, from a marketing perspective, that was brilliant. It really was. (laughs) Really brilliant. Thank you. All right, guys. So I'm gonna ask everyone. uh, We are talking about BDSM, and a little bit. We're gonna talk about how to get into the adult film industry. Because I have a couple questions on that from last time you were on, Kitty. But we're going to start with BDSM, how did you all get into it, and what do you do? So we'll start with Alexis, then Jared, then Kitty. Cool.
2: Lex.
1: What was the What was the question? How did you get into BDSM? Tell us a little about yourself and what you do in the BDSM community.
4: So I am a bummer, and I got into... Doing it because, well, I have, I like to be in control. And I believe I had vaguely, like, watched something at some point. Um, but mainly, I had a boyfriend at, uh, when I was not too, too young, um, that. I wanted to try something new. He had some yellow plastic rope inside of his room and I thought it would be fun to tie him up with it. Um, He did not like the scars that it left, Um, but it was trying something new and then then I started Googling it and finding more about it and it's kind of evolved to a toy box of
2: chairs and a whole
1: bunch
2: of other stuff. What's the difference? Okay. I know the question you're going to ask, but let me ask this one first, but yeah, the yellow rope stuff, that and paracord, you can actually use that as a, a saw to get yourself out of zip ties. Don't ask me why I know that. Uh, but that being said, did we address, is there a difference between a dominatrix and a domain?
1: That was what I was going to ask. What's the difference between a domain and a dominatrix and everyone Mm. take the advice. Don't use a yellow plastic rope. (laughs)
2: <laughs> or paracord.
4: I just title, I believe. I don't know. I've always been I considered myself a domain. I know that m- multiple people use different names. I just go by domain. There's mistress, madam, um, you know, dominatrix.
1: Cool. Okay. Uh Jared, how'd you get into it?
4: So
5: I got into uh, the BDSM community through pornography. I actually started watching it and used to watch a lot of it when I was very, very young. And when I got the idea of BDSM and uh, the sadomasochism subject, I started to look it up. I got really involved in it. And then I tried it out with a partner and I fell in love. And so that everyone's aware, I am a dom. I'm on the the dominant end of that. I like to control versus uh, let someone else run the show.
1: Well, have you ever let someone else run the show? Like, I, have, have you guys? I'm going to ask you in a sec. Actually, I'll ask all of you in a sec. Because I think they said to understand that you've got to do both ends. But I'll ask everyone in a sec. Kitty, how did you get into this? Kitty?
2: Oh, nuts, Kitty. Do we lose you? Oh, uh,
3: sorry. I don't know why I'm oh. cutting
2: out. There you are.
3: Yeah, I met this guy on Tinder, and he was, and uh, he had already been in the lifestyle for twelve years. So he he introduced me to BDSM, and eventually I became his submissive. And then from there, the more I got into BDSM, the more I wanted to try new things. So I started posting things on FetLife. dot com, and then. One thing like to another. After me posting pictures, I had a really good reaction from the public, so I ended up doing porn after a long time of thinking about it, just because of how much I liked it and how much people were enjoying me. That's really
1: cool. I like that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> have you? Have, I love it. Have you guys tried the other end? Have you ever tried the other end? We'll start with Alexis.
2: That's a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, have, have you tri- have you tried the uh, uh, not going outside your comfort zone, basically?
1: Marie, I'm just asking, like you know, have, have, have I have like know. Alexis? I know you've everyone's tried like regular vanilla sex, but I mean, have you ever been on the uh, submissive end of things?
4: I have not been controlled by a dom. I've had a, a couple of guys that have tried to be in control and be more domineering and it doesn't end well um <laughs> it usually ends with either me taking control or leaving the
1: situation entirely okay i get that jared what about you
5: you know i've thought about it you should have the you know a, a different perspective of the situation you always want to know what they're the other person's going to go through uh, especially if you can try something new, it's often best to try it on yourself before introducing it to a partner so that you you know what's gonna happen, you have control. I personally have never been on the receiving end, I never been into the missive role. Uh but I'm open to I'm open to everything. Let's, you know, give it a shot one day maybe.
1: Okay. What about you, Kitty?
3: <laughs> That's interesting. The three of us haven't really like, done the opposite. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's just once you fall into a role, it's kinda really hard to get out of it. I, I don't see myself as a dominant woman. So, no, I haven't even tried it. I don't find it interesting. I I just feel intimidated, actually, when I think about it.
1: That makes sense. Now, what advice would you guys have for people that are new to the BDSM community? Who's starting? Well, uh, let's start with Kitty. She knows more. Oh, sorry. Well... What advice would you have for people that are new to the BDSM community?
3: Oh, man, that's hard. It's, because there's so many <laughs> different things that you can do. One of the uh, a really good advice that actually someone, she was a mistress, I love being tied up. So we were talking about the rope. One really good advice that she gave me was that whenever you're being tied up, like if you're being tied up around the chest area, Always try to make yourself bigger, like breathe out harder, expand your lungs out, move your shoulders out so that when they're tying you, once you're actually relaxed, you'll have a little bit more room to move around, and then it won't end up cutting your whole circulation.
2: Wow, that's they thought that the really Navy SEALs through escape, like being captured and stuff. Yeah, I was like,
1: that was okay. I was say, fair you enough. know, that's a, that, that is an escape technique for torture and kidnapping. Um, right. <laughs> But apparently it <laughs> applies in the BDSM community. I like that. Guys, when we're going to go to break, when we come back, we'll be talking about, I suppose, Navy SEAL techniques to escape BDSM. No, I'm kidding. We'll be talking more about BDSM. The, uh, no, we're,
2: we're pretty much following that through. We're going through with that. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: that we'll it, be right that. back. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with uh, my very, very special guest, uh, Kitty Jaguar. We are on with Alexis Romero, Jared the Bear Fiorda, and, of course, my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolan, and we'll be right back after this.
0: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet
2: talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes.
1: G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Boland. Our very very special guests are uh, Alexis Romero. is my assistant and also a dome. Jared the Bear Fiore. He's a professional MMA fighter, and of course Kitty Jaguar, who y'all wrote in a bazillion questions for. Um, there's something I kind of want to address. Paul really didn't want me to, but I was really pissed when uh, I didn't know why you're doing thing. it. So
2: there was that. So yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I was really pissed when this got written in. So I'm going to ask this straight up. Um, I had someone write in and say, well, clearly people are into this and left Jesus because they were molested by their parents. Um, now, i got to tell you, I love my daddy, but my daddy issues have daddy issues, and I'm not about to spank anyone. So, I don't think that has shit to do with it, but let's ask our experts. Uh, were any of you molested or abused by your parents? Uh, Alexis? Uh, my first response is, "Well,
4: whoever said this, fuck you." Obviously, you were, uh, <laughs> yeah. but no, I was not. Uh, Jared,
5: that's a big no.
3: <laughs> Kitty, absolutely not. Actually, my parents are very religious, but they never try to shove religion down my throat. But no, okay. they, they didn't bless me. <laughs> So hey,
2: I normal, think, people yeah, yes.
1: normal people do this. <laughs> yeah, normal people do this. Pull you over before I swear.
2: It's, yeah, it baffles me a little bit. But still, that, no, 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 y'all, you, 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 I'm not being. I'm trying not to be judgy, although it's, I'm sounding like it. But you know, I'm a very so much. I'm a, judging a the person, person that wrote in. So, well, yeah, that's a uh, dick. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, that person's a dick. Um, and I'm going to remind everyone, every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and through what uh, make, Gerard's Gym, right now. <laughs> Alexis has to count it so she's getting pissed at Paul. Um, and so we, right now, more than anything, need, need to be charitable. Remember, if you can give a little extra, give to a food bank, give to charities, help all you can. And every time we use bad language, we swear because we care. Because
3: we care. So. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I like that. <laughs> Alexis has to count it. She gets so mad. The worst and is when Paul will sit there It was your fault moist. for telling me that, that I could raise money.
2: <laughs> that I could raise money. But yeah, and I, I got to make it a little challenging. It's gonna, it's gonna my
1: thing. <laughs> Paul's like, I am doing this for charity. How dare you? So yes, what okay, was the... Yes,
2: I, I am well aware, Lex, that, that, that yes, you are on the show today. And uh, yeah, I am glad that I'm about 100 miles away from so, you. Okay.
1: Now, I'm going to ask, what is the most challenging situation you've run into um, with BDSM? I'm going to start with Alexis, then Jared, then Kitty. Because I kind of consider Kitty the authority here.
4: I would say the most challenging thing I found is finding, well, technically dating, I guess, would be the most challenging thing because working in the industry, you're only exposed to a certain amount of people. And then when you try to venture out, which with industry, being in the industry, you date certain people but you're constantly exposed to the same amount of people and then they're already trying you're already trying to explain your lifestyle and if
1: you try dating out of the industry it's more challenging than one would expect it sounds like you have more trouble dating because of the film industry than you do because of the bdsm thing
2: i think we all have more trouble that- dating because of that and our aside from our kinks
0: No,
1: that's really true. It's very difficult to explain to people, like, why do you have to go to work at 2 a.m.? What do you mean you're not going to be back for three months? Like, Mm. it it is. It's hard to date outside the industry. Or you're
2: on top. You're literally, you know, with a person, on top of that person, underneath Mm -hmm. that person for like three weeks, and you don't see them for a year. So,
1: yeah. It's it's true.
2: I'm sure dating for women in LA is already like running blindfold and naked through a cornfield. So, I'm just saying (laughs) it.
1: no it it is it's 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 definitely (laughs) hard um Mm -hmm. jared what's the most difficult thing about you for dating um you're a fighter so you're in the entertainment industry too so i don't mean the entertainment industry you've got all the same problems i guess all of us here do which is people don't understand your job but i mean with with the whole bdsm thing what's the hardest part
5: uh well first i'll say I, i think explaining my job is pretty easy i hit people in a very small area for money um but more than that, I, I'd say the most challenging thing you'll find, or at least that i found, is also one that's not going to last very long. It's very simply the first couple of times you get into the scene or perform an act. Until you're comfortable, you've done the proper research, you had the hands-on experience, you're going to be a nervous wreck, you're going to be worried about the other person, you're going to worry if you did the right aftercare, if you hurt them, if all the procedures you should take beforehand to ensure safety, if something goes wrong, what are you going to do to fix that? It can be nerve-wracking, especially if you decide to do this with a person who you're just kind of having a one-night stand or maybe someone you haven't been dating for a while. So that's us just piggyback off what I said last week or last time I was on, which means communication. But more so, you're going to be nervous. It's going to be okay. The other person's nervous too. So just kind of slow down. Don't do anything too crazy. Try a couple of simple knots of using a rope or a ball gag for the first time. Just don't do anything too extreme until you get really comfortable and do the proper research.
1: Um, well, I was asking specifically about you, but we did get a quick question from Twitter that I will ask you. Do you get turned on when hitting people in a cage?
5: Uh, no, I do not. It's a totally different sensation. I get a thrill I get excited, uh, but no, my, my little wiener there does not pop up by smacking someone <laughs> upside the head. <laughs> okay. Just,
1: uh, just, I just, can't just, see that. That's that, actually I probably can see how a good that thing be if advantage. you've seen the size of his shorts. Yeah, he wears bitty shorts, yeah, they probably they're not prefer. very big. Um, well I, I think it also you're fighting men and your preference, I believe, your preference is women usually. Usually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was gonna say that is the last word there that's put a whole <laughs> other that that question there. All right.
1: Alexis dates women, dates did. women and men, so I'm not making any assumptions here. Um, Because the last girl Alexis went out with was a complete disaster. Uh, Kitty, what about you?
3: The hardest part for me, because I'm actually a masochist, the hardest part is finding people that I trust enough to put my life in their hands. Because, like, I like to get choked out to the point where I pass out, you know. So it's hard to trust people when it's, you know, your own life, you could really get hurt, and it's pretty scary. I don't trust most people to do those types of scenes with or play, se- play sessions with. Uh,
1: quick question from Twitter. Do you prefer a blood choke or an air choke? What the hell does that mean? What? Someone fill me in.
2: Oh, God, uh, the veins on the side of your neck. Oh, the sleeper
3: hold. Uh, yeah, Jared, I like when they just grab my. Yeah, I like when they grab my neck and then (laughs) they stop the blood from circulating for a quick, you know, a few seconds. Because then I always wake up Super confused. Sometimes it's a little scary because I'm like, who the fuck is fucking me?
4: Well, who
1: is <laughs> but this? then it's just like, the it just D-L-A-N? takes a few seconds.
4: Why
2: are you crying? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. So it just
3: takes a few seconds, and then I just every time I come back to life, I, I'm always cracking up. <laughs> I just like can't stop laughing. It's like a crazy rush of euphoria. <laughs>
1: What advice would you give? Um, This one's directly for Kitty, now I'm taking some questions. What advice would you give to somebody who wants to be in the adult film industry?
3: Oh, man. Google it and YouTube it. There's lots and lots and lots of Google videos. I mean, Google uh, articles and YouTube videos. People get in-depth about, for example, like OnlyFans. If you look up OnlyFans YouTube tutorial videos, you can find loads of information I think YouTube is a great, I mean, YouTube is great. You can learn about anything really, but I think as far as like wanting to get in, YouTube could be mm-hmm. one of the best tools that you can use to learn.
2: Yeah. I, I like just warned people there Google? isn't as much money in there. There isn't just as, there just isn't as much money in it as it used to be. Uh, so don't, you got to kind of go in for the love of it. I know that it's a statement that a lot of people aren't going to understand, but if you don't understand it, maybe yeah. it's not for you.
3: Yeah, like people think advice. it's That's easy. Really cool. Guys think it, Guys think it's easy. Oh, well, I can get hard. I'm just going to go and fuck oh, all these like, hot low. ass girls. Find a picture, I give props find a to of males me. in porn.
2: Yeah. yeah, find a picture of me somewhere and realize if you're a dude who can get hard with 10 guys who look like me, sitting in a room, wait, getting pissed off because the lunch is getting cold because you can't get mm-hmm. wood. Yeah good luck pal i know i can't do it i've been stunt cocked twice and they've made me look really good and i'm happy to say that all right do you want to explain to
1: people what a stunt peony is please Uh,
2: (laughs) well in the case of the rob ford sex tape that i did for wood rocket uh rob ford was played by uh peter o'toole rob ford's penis was played by anthony Rosano, which i really didn't like how they put that that uh yeah i kind of got called out on tmz for that so it's was it like, <laughs> wasn't
1: your peony. guys? TM- tmz hasn't been very kind to me either don't oh, worry paul no. <laughs> they're not kind to is,
3: anybody
1: <laughs> yeah that's kitty's right they're not they're not kind to anyone tmz you guys are dancing <laughs> tmz but i love you you keep you keep us working um yeah.
2: And and also, this goes for males and in females. Uh, you got to be okay with your face being on a box cover, saying like "I'm sorry, Daddy," Volume Thirty Three, and it's going to be there forever. So, <laughs> with that, go ahead. Come on in. Come on I in. Can, water's, I can, fine.
1: water's fine. Water's fine. I can tell you, I've had trouble just from doing some of the films I did, being topless and stuff, having different things pop up. You know, years later, now that I pres- produce and. I'm an exec and stuff like that, where I'm in a different end of it. People like, "Oh, I saw you in like Sorority House Slaughter," or "Oh, weren't you in like?" They'll go through a list. I'm like, "Oh God," it it, it does. It mm-hmm. never goes away. So if you want to do it, you better right. love it.
2: Although then the oh, other straight side straight of that straight. point was I was I was at a family friendly outing, and uh, my friend came running over to me, panicking, going. Jesus Christ, Paul! My mom says she recognizes you for something. Please tell me you've done something else besides porn, because I don't want to know about our viewing habits. <laughs>
1: <You
2: know>? so, <laughs> so, just, shit happens. Sorry, Kev. It all does. Right, so, Kitty, how your
1: family feel about you being in porn? Are they supportive? Yeah, she said that. Uh, they are like, because I
3: have a plan behind all of this. You know, I'm, I'm like being safe about it. I actually. Feel safer even now, like having sex with strangers, which are my coworkers, than I ever did before having sex with randoms. You know, it's um, true. They, yeah. they respect it. They, I actually left a hospice to do what I do now. So <laughs> they're pretty shocked. But hey. They can't do anything about it. This is something that I want to do, and I'm very proud of it. I'm open about it, and they're appreciating my honesty, and they just want to see me be happy and succeed. So
1: I feel pretty blessed. You're very lucky. And that's it. It's important. I know um, family, family support is huge. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, um, what, ter- like, what is your biggest turn on? Like what? What is your what is your biggest kink inside your kink? Again, I'm going to start with Alexis, then Jared, then Kitty, and Paul. You can answer this too because we got some for you. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Paul's like nope. Okay. <laughs> Long as check uh, clears. I would Alexis.
4: I enjoy anal performing. Anal effects. so like pegging, any type of anal play. But on someone
1: else. Okay. Uh, Jared?
5: So I think I already said one of these uh, when I was on last time, so I'll say another one, a different one this time. Probably is going to be, for me, I like to feel that I'm teaching or I'm instructing during that, during the session. So almost like uh, a, a lack of knowledge is if the person's almost like playing dumb, Sexual inexperience, but I like it to be as genuine as possible.
1: So Jared likes idiots.
5: I mean, <laughs> if they have trouble reading, just a little bit. <laughs> okay.
1: So, so what I'm getting? Because last week I was rape play. Now it's stupid. So I'm what all Hold I'm on, seeing is real. you molesting a kid in special. This age, is Jared. like going worse. Yeah, I'm like, I just see a Wow, wow, wow,
5: step wow, wow, there. wow. There's a big fucking step between what I said and then having <laughs> yeah. sex with special ed children. There's a he big says he fucking likes it step. when it's
0: special, not the way you're
2: saying it.
1: Okay? <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're
2: going to get letters. We're going to hell. It's
5: fine.
3: <laughs> we're, we're already going, going to hell. Yeah, right the FBI's
2: going to come knocking on my door, is... apparently.
5: We'll yeah, see. You guys right. in the
3: hot tub.
2: Well, that, yes, we got to wait for the quarantine then, but
3: yeah.
1: So, Kitty, what about you? What's your biggest, um, what do you like best?
3: Oh my God, I love DPs. (laughs) I go crazy over them. That's my favorite thing to watch, to experience. Especially uh, when the guys get into this re- rhythm where one's going in, one's going out, and they're just going back and forth. Uh, that feels like heaven. <laughs> what is deep? That feels like heaven. Double penetration. So I Got have it. a guy in my asshole and one in my pussy, and they're both fucking me at the same time.
1: <laughs> awesome. I like that. That sounds interesting. Um. That's now my babe. <laughs> Uh, one of the questions we got, oh, my God, this came up in Never Have I Ever. Have you ever put your hand inside of another person? Alexis. Yes.
2: How much of a hand?
1: How, how do you do it? <laughs> Full fist. No, I, I understand that. They're asking how, like the mechanics. Don't how does that work?
4: How much? <laughs> oh, <plus laughs> and how much?
1: I do not. i gradually more with lots of loops. Okay, gradual, lots of lubricant. Uh, Jared?
5: Yeah, uh, I have. Do you want to know the method? Yep. I punched it.
4: Oh, whatever. You're
5: insane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, seriously, sense. use a lot. Of, no, no, no. Seriously, use a lot of lube. Don't don't fuck around. with Something like that. Take it slow. Take your time and build up to it. In
2: no way should your whole hand should be the first thing to go in. And I would, I would assume proper nail care is probably yeah, something that's that would very, be totally very, concerned. Good. I'm just throwing Ooh, it out good there. Call, Paul. Okay.
1: Kitty, huh? have you ever had anyone do that to you or have you ever done that to someone else?
3: Well, I've, I've had plenty of anal fisting done to me. I'm not usually one to fist others. <laughs> I'm more of a receiver than a giver typically.
1: <laughs> now, how, what advice would you have for people that are starting to do that?
3: Don't start with a just finger. <laughs> start, <no>. with a <laughs> start with one finger, two fingers, three fingers, little by little, just the tip of the fingers, and lots of lube. Definitely, saliva and lube combined are the best for you know, in my personal and, opinion. Uh, and saliva remove your
2: rings and wristwatches. I'm just going to say this. that's something you don't. Oh have God, to
1: that's good look, point, looking for. Now You've seen films like Fifty Shades Of Grey, you've seen all That kind of stuff Um, What do you think the most important thing of moving Into a BDSM relationship is? Jared?
5: You know I I said this last week and I'll say it again It's just talking, communicate, find out What you both like, if one person Is into anal, one person Is into deep throating, you need to Have a way for both you to be pleasured at the same time or one after the other or in the same session. If you don't communicate, someone can get hurt, someone can be displeased, you can have resentment, and it's just not good. So as you get into a relationship BDSM-wise, make sure there's a lot of talking involved.
1: Okay. Do you mean like long-term or even one night?
5: Even one, I'd say one night, probably a whole lot less because you're not seeing that person every single day, but at least discuss boundaries and preferences. You should have a baseline of information for what you both are going to do going into this.
1: Okay, Alexis.
4: Well, first of all, if you're comparing it to Fifty Shades of Grey, I forget everything you fucking learned from Fifty Shades of Grey. Cause it's horse shit.
1: Um, but I, I think agree that's with where Jared. that where you guys molested?" question came from. It had to have been someone that Absolutely. watched Fifty Shades. Um, I would agree
4: with Jared on communication, but I would say, especially if you work in the entertainment industry or in the industry where you, your reputation lays on the line, get NDAs signed beforehand. Make sure you know the person. Um, I would say know what preferences are before you go any further.
1: Don't sleep with an intern, Alexis. You know, there, there are good One time. there. <laughs> and we got sued. Okay, Kitty, your turn. Kitty, I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, it was. Uh, I was asking you, um, what advice would you have for somebody going into a BDSM lifestyle?
3: Oh, I have. Yeah, I was saying about the rope.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: How you give yourself room to wiggle? Or give I yourself wiggle.
1: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> i like that is this a different advice <laughs> it, it, it was it was but i like your advice i am going to ask everyone uh, tell us your social media kitty where can everyone find you
3: cool they can find me on twitter.com slash kitty jaguar triple x and then my only fan is kittyjaguar. jaguar in the meantime, I'm actually redoing uh, a lot of my slides, so I'm switching back and forth. So for now, those two are, are the ones that I'm constantly on. So, holla. <laughs>
1: I will put up a link to Kitty so y'all can ask her your questions yourself because I am not asking her if that penis looks good. And don't you dare send that to her. Uh, I know. Janet, <laughs> so don't, no, no penis pics, guys. Come on, I just said they come to me. Um, Jared, where can everyone find you?
5: Uh, at Bear, B-E-A-R, Fiorda, F I O R D A, and you can find that everywhere. And I think I have all social media for that.
1: We'll put up a link to you as well. Alexis, uh, we can put a link Thank up you. to you. You're on Behind the Scenes. Alexis does Alexis's Guide to Assistance. She tells people... How to get into the entertainment industry? What it's like to be an assistant, an intern, and everything else. So we'll put up a link there. Paul, where can everyone find you?
2: Hey, uh, yeah, I'm just out there. I'm yeah, like
1: yeah well, we'll put and up a link. Paul. Yeah. Now I am going to say the question I got was: Kitty, are you straight, Polly gay, bi? I'm sorry, what was that? Are you Did I what? straight? Are you straight,
2: gay, or bi? Or try? Um,
3: I think I'm flexible. I mostly tend to go for peanuts, but if there's beautiful women around me, I'll go for them too. But personally, I prefer, I prefer guys.
1: Fair enough. Points to that. Uh, Alexis? (laughs) Uh, bisexual. Jared?
5: Heterosexual.
1: Okay. Now, I don't know why we asked that question, but we had a whole bunch of people ask that. And then who's single? (laughs) That's the next question. Are you single? Alexis
4: I'm in quarantine my vibrator is my <laughs> best friend
1: <laughs> she's like very sing- she's very single and crying about it all the time I know I'm here Jared
5: uh you know I- I'm treading waters with somebody right now but uh much like Alexis's answer quarantine does not uh quarantine
3: does not
1: help <laughs> us. what about you Kitty you seeing someone special
3: no, I'm single, desperate, and ready to mingle once this is all over. <laughs> yeah. well, quarantine is nobody's <laughs> friend. Um, we have about one minute
1: left. How are you guys surviving quarantine?
3: <laughs>
4: With my rabbit.
1: Jenny? With your rabbit? <laughs> Alexis? Yeah. I think
4: I just answered my own question uh, a minute ago <laughs> when I said my <laughs> relationship
1: status. Okay, Jared? Uh...
5: Everyone give us sexual answer Now I feel out of character for not doing it Working out, eating well And a little bit of uh, you know self-soothing
1: <laughs> Jared's like working out So apparently he's working out like a maniac Alright guys, thank you very very much for joining us um, I'm going to put up a link to Kitty Jaguar We're a fan of hers here at this show I hope you guys are too We're going to put up some links for her Thank you very very much to Jared Fiorda for being on We of course support your nonprofit Free MMA, teaches martial arts to everyone Thank you um, Kitty, we're going to put up a whole bunch of links. We want everyone to go follow you, friend you, uh, and watch your stuff because you. we think you are fantastic. Thank you, Alexis, oh, for coming stop on. Stop it, some more. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, stop it, do some more. And then, of course, thank you to my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, Stay safe, people. Yeah, guys, remember to wash your hands. Be careful. People are getting comfortable in quarantine. so they're not taking as good a care of themselves anymore as they should. Please remember, this is a pandemic. It's a big deal. Be careful. If you're home and you and you want some company, go watch a few of Kitty's videos. I know Alexis has been watching her like a fiend. You're welcome for me telling her that, Lex. Um, <laughs> so,
2: yes, and thanks. a ball gag is no replacement for a surgical mask. Just it is saying.
1: not. It is not.
2: <laughs> not not, um, or, not <laughs> under these circumstances. No.
1: You're all grounded. I'm Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. Things have degraded terribly. We'll see you next week. Good night, guys.
0: Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.